Welcome to Composer Talk. I'm your host, Matthew Wong. As a film and TV composer, I love talking to others about their backgrounds, composition techniques, music tech, and more. We all watch films, TV, and digital media and know the important role that scoring plays in storytelling. I want to invite you to join me on this adventure to learn more about the artists who are behind the scenes creating the music. If you want to learn more about the people interviewed on this podcast, make sure to follow us on our socials. And if you enjoy Composer Talk, please take the time to rate and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your preferred listening site is. Hey everyone, just wanted to take a quick second to shout out our friends at QDB.com. That's C-U-E-D-B.com. QDB is a cloud-based software that allows you to make your own customizable cue lists for spotting, composition, orchestration, mixing, and cue sheet delivery. If you'd like to try it out, use the code COMPOSERTALK for 15% off for one year. Our next guest recently scored Luis Quilez's uh, Spanish thriller drama Below Zero, starring Javier Gutierrez and Cara Elejalde, which premiered number one on Netflix worldwide in its first week. He's the recipient of several nominations for his music, including a Goya Award nomination for his scores of Enrique Gato's animated feature Tad the Lost Explorer, and two IFMCA awards for his scores of Gabe Ibinez's sci-fi feature Automata, starring Antonio Banderas and Melanie Griffith. And drama Hero, starring Elena Anaya. The composer is Zacharias Emma de la Riva. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hello, Matthew. How are you? Doing very well, and it's a pleasure to see you. Great. For all our listeners, uh, I mean, I can see you in your your space. Uh, but is this your studio? And uh, when where where are you located? <laughs> yeah, this is this is my my studio. I'm, I'm uh, this is the, the basement of my of my house. In fact, um, in in Madrid, I am uh, in Madrid, and I have my studio. As I said before, yeah, in in, in the in the the basement of of my house, I have my kids uh, playing uh, just above me. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's all uh, still uh, like there's no schools like meeting up in, in person yet. There's no, there, there, there are, yeah. In, in Spain, we oh, they are, yeah, okay. we, we went yeah. back to to normal schooling at uh, in, in in September, in fact. And wow, yeah, okay. we we've been doing fine with that. <laughs> I mean, we we are confined. We we're still confined, and and we cannot. Uh, I, I cannot move from outside. Uh, we we live in a village out just outside Madrid. And we cannot get out of the of this village if if we don't go to a hospital or we don't go to work. So we're still confined. But luckily for for us, the, the kids can go to school, and things are slowly going back to normal. Yeah, gotcha. Well, glad to hear that. And yeah, it's it's a funny one because I mean, talking to other film composers, we tend to be alone and isolated, anyways, in our basements or yeah. in our studios. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, yeah. for me. It, it, it hasn't been a, a really big change. Uh, this confinement. I, I, we, we were really the big confinement in Spain began about about a year ago, more or less, in, in mid March. And um, all, I had I had all, all these friends that are non musicians, uh, non composers that, um, that they were telling me that they were going crazy, you know, staying at home and doing this. The, mm-hmm. um, uh, how do you say that? Working from home, no. And right, we, yeah. we're used to doing that. So for me, it was, yeah, well, I couldn't go to, to play soccer with my friends, which I, I do, you know, every Thursday. And I, and I miss that, you know, I miss uh, doing sports outside. But apart from that, yeah, we're used to being here. So it was not such a big uh, difference for us. But, well, yeah. 
Out of curiosity, do you, uh, you mentioned a lot of like non-music or composer friends, but do, do you have a lot of music friends or composer friends in your like general vicinity? Um, yeah, I do, I do. The thing is that I I don't I don't get to see them that often. In in fact, I've I've done I've done uh, like two three uh, uh, romantic comedies this past year, and uh, I've worked with with another composer called Alfred Tapscott, and. I haven't se- I haven't seen him through the whole process because of of, of the pan- of, of the pandemia of the, of the pandemic and also because he he lives in Barcelona so um, mm. we, we just you know we, we talk on the phone and we just email each other and uh, yeah it, it's it's strange yeah I, I tend to see more uh, more the, odd, the uh, friends from 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 non musical backgrounds more often yeah I don't know why <laughs> it's just that yeah. It's funny. I feel like a lot of uh, people assume that composers hang out with one another, uh, w- w- which is kind of true. But I think it's less than than some might expect. Yeah, but let's. Um, I have I have this this festival coming up, uh, film music festival in Seville, mm. uh, this coming um, this next week, and there's a piece by, by uh, a below zero zero piece that's they're they're gonna play there. And uh, we're meet, I'm meeting all these composers that are invited there, and I was I was thinking, wow, it's been really, really uh, quite a while since I haven't seen many of them, probably more than five years or six years. So, and, and every time we see each other, it's, it's 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 a great joy to to get together. But we don't do that often at all. No, mm. we're just I don't know. We are strange people. <laughs> yeah. Well, so on that, I, I was reading that you you went to Berkeley, right, and you studied composition and film scoring there. Yes, I did a dual major there. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So I guess there, I mean, that's going to be a community of. I mean, like, can you talk about like what the film scoring class was like at the time? Like, was it a big community of composers that you could hang with, or sure, yeah. even while you were there, were you also just like hang with musicians or just people doing whatever as well? Well, um, th- the thing is that I am. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I didn't study uh, music academically uh, when I was young. You know, I, I started studying other things. I started physics, and then I went into engineering in telecommunications engineering. Um, wow. But I, I didn't finish any of that. I, I just uh, um, stopped more or less at, at the middle of, of what I was studying, and I changed completely and went. In fact, I went almost to, to Berkeley. And uh, so, so I didn't have a, a musical background. Um, this, um, it was very different from, from the people that were already studying in, in, uh, in Berkeley. You know? for, for example, I had some Spanish friends that, um, that of course, they, they had uh, all these, these studies uh, from Spain, from the conservatory here in Spain. And so I, I, I met with them and they were, they were just uh, in Berkeley for, for a year. Because they, they, they could they could how, how do you say they could they had all these this um, yeah these studies from before but I I had to stay much longer because I was I was starting from from the beginning you know I, I was starting almost in, in harmony one and ear training one and all these guys were were well they, they, they didn't have to do ear training because they, they already had it but um it, it was it, for me it was an an, an extremely um, interesting experience to to be among musicians. And, um, and 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 to and 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 to to find that there that there was something called film scoring, which I, I didn't really know. 
mm. till I was in, uh, well, bef- till I applied to Berkeley, no? <laughs> and uh, it was amazing to see that uh, there, there was a department in film scoring. People were teaching you tools about uh, how to write for, for, for a film. And um, it was a, a great experience. It was, yeah, really nice. Right. And you said that you weren't familiar with film scoring until uh, school, but were there any... I mean, like, were you a fan of film before that, or yeah? Now, I wasn't familiar with, with the craft of of writing music mm. for film, but I was um, I was very much in love with with movies and and music when I when I was growing up. You know, when I was twelve, thirteen, fourteen, I I I, I, I fell in love with with music of of John Williams and all those all those Spielberg and George Lucas films that they did during the late 70s and early 80s and all the Indiana Jones, all, all that stuff, all that music really, um, I, I felt really touched by, by that music. And that's what, what made me really uh, um, try to become later. When, when, I, when, when, I, when I realized that this, this could be something I could, I could, uh, I could do, because t- till I was maybe 19, 20, I... I didn't realize this this could be an actual job for me and uh yeah <laughs> right i mean it's such a, a strange job that is not uh I don't know, marketed well <laughs> probably not nowadays it's it's um well i guess it's yeah, different, it's no? different now. I'm, I'm talking about the the 1992 that's when i i yeah. attended uh berkeley so it's uh well not quite a few years ago i think a lot of t- a lot of things have changed and the film scoring industry i think it's uh, it's very different from from them right mm. i mean it's definitely exploded there yeah. it seems like there's so many composers now that, more than ever yeah and in, in, in fact in spain um during the 70s and 80s there are not many com- uh, film film uh, composers now pff, there are many many young people really talented people that um, they want to write music for films. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah? I mean, so just to put it on the context, like how big was your, your class at Berkeley at the time? Uh, you mean the, one of the film scoring classes? Yeah, was it? So like if you're in the film scoring major, are yeah. there like 100 people who are also doing the same major? No. or like? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> not at all, not at all. Uh, wow, I can barely remember this. It's been a long time. No, but, but maybe, maybe the, the, the fuller class the the class with most people would be no twenty something like that. They, they oh, were not big okay. classes. Uh, ap- apart from from maybe the the history you know of film music or a history of classical music, those were big classes because many people from different um, majors they we gathered together in those classes, so they put us in in a bigger class. But when you when you started uh, writing for for movie, you know the specific. Um, um, things for for film scoring that they, they, they were not big classes at all, no, and and they got smaller once you 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 got um, uh, into uh, the third or fourth year, you know, as you yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And were there any big takeaways that you st- still feel have uh, influenced the way that you approach the job now in terms of like actual writing things, or was it really just everything about your music education happened while you were there? Yeah, um, it, Berkeley for me opened my eyes into so many, so many different directions. Not only in film scoring. I, I remember uh, it was, yeah, it was the first time I I I was hearing uh, music by Stravinsky, for example, or oh, okay. or by by Debussy or Ravel, and 
and those those composers had a big impact on 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 me as a as a person, you know, as a person listening to music. And I was I was I, I remember I, I went into a, 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 an introduction to to music by, by Igor Stravinsky. At, at mm-hmm. the first year I was in Berkeley, I don't know how, how they let me go in because I, I couldn't understand anything. Because I, I didn't have the, the, the harmony knowledge and, or the, the counterpoint knowledge or whatever. And uh, but I, well, I, I, I guess I, I, I loved it uh, uh, with, with, with so much, uh, with, with so little I knew, but I still, uh, yeah, I, I still um, really enjoyed um, that, that music. And I also got to, 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 to jazz music. You know, and mm-hmm. and and I had a lot of friends that that uh, probably most of, of of my friends were there because they they wanted to play jazz. You know, so I discovered that that type of music as well. I, I didn't didn't know that much about jazz. So it was as I told you before, it was like an, an op- uh, like a, I don't know how to say it in English, but it it just opened my mind and and to so many different uh, music dimensions that it was it was it was great. It was really a, a nice experience. Yeah. One of my favorite jokes about Berkeley is uh, among guitar players when when you see a metal guitar player go to Berkeley and then become a jazz guitar player and vice versa. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> but, but but that makes sense because when, when, once you get there, you you get to see all, all these players and you get into so many different types of of music. Uh, I, I did also. I I almost finished a big band uh, arranging. There's a, there's a, ma- a major a arranging major. I think I I, I did. Almost all all of, of those courses because I just loved the, the way you know the way you write for big band is just different from the way you write for other things and it was just great to 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 get all that knowledge from from these 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 teachers yeah mm-hmm. yeah so then after graduating uh, you left Boston right like yes. what was the the goal was it just immediately I want to do the John Williams thing. I want to get hired on feature like action films. Or, or, <laughs> well, yeah. the, the first thing that happened is that uh, at that time, um, you know, the, the military service was still mandatory in Spain. So mm-hmm. I had to go back to Spain and, and do like nine months of, of military service, which was uh, probably uh, the, uh, the, the biggest waste of my time because we were just doing nothing. But after that... Uh, yeah, of course. I I wanted to 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 write music for for shorts, for movies, for uh, I don't know for advertisement, and I I was lucky enough to to have a a, a friend from school that was um, that was filming this this short, and I I would I would even uh, help him with the production of the shorts. You know, I, I was I was uh, there during the filming of the shorts. And I also, at the end, when when it was edited, I I got to do the the music, and 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 this guy also um, did his first feature film, and I scored uh, that 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 was my my first movie I did, and back in 1998, but I was still living in in Barcelona, um, mm-hmm. but the the thing in in Spain is that the the music industry, the music no the film industry, is very much based in Madrid. So uh, uh-huh. around to uh, around the year two thousand, I decided to to move to to Madrid, and well, see what what what, what I could find there. Right. Why well, I love what you said there because I feel like 
me even in like the film scoring programs or just like you read interviews and you know every composer says that our job is kind of to help or to, to be a problem solver really i mean help the story but in, in your case just like taking the initiative like even if you wanted to do scoring and and you did you also help with the production because I, I feel like i hear a lot of people who you know help out a college friend and be the sound guy and just hold the task camera recorder because yeah. they can't afford anything and then you know seven years later that director gets to do their apple original film and then they ask them to score the, the project yeah so it's it's cool to hear that sure you had that that drive to just help a friend make their content sure because because i i was we were like in, in the same boat together I mean, he was he was doing his his first short films and he didn't know how to do it and i and i love i also love to see the the how to make, you know, how, how to, mm, how, how yeah. what do you do when you, when you, when you do a short film? How, how do you, how do you film? How, how do you put the camera? How, how would you, do you do the lightning and all that? And, and I could, and, and I was there, so I could, I could see all this process, which I, I hadn't seen anywhere. So for me, it was, um, it was really great to help him, but also to learn all, all that, all that stuff. And it, it was something I, I didn't learn in, in Berkeley and I, 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 I just couldn't. Well, I didn't learn anywhere, so it was really nice to 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 see that. And and then, well, and then also, well, my, my first um, real writing to movie, which was uh, through those, yeah, through those short films. Right, and yeah, it's almost the stuff you can't really teach by in a book or on a YouTube video or something. You just have to kind of be there. Well, no, I mean you you can read about it, but it's not the same to 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 really right. live live it. No, to to. To be there, yeah, to and, and to see by yourself how how things are done, yeah. I think it's yeah. You're right. Theory and and and, and practice, no? Yeah. Well, I do want to talk about Below Zero, but before that, I just want to give a quick shout out for the the Tad the Lost Explorer score because I listened to most of it and was just yeah really blown away and just the way that you it has a very classic animation feel to it, mm. but you have some interesting approaches to just how you accomplish similar uh, emotional uh, hits and things. And mm. yeah, I just want to say, I really love that score. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was, um, you know, that, that was my, how can I say my, my, my big, my, my first big, big thing, you know, because uh, up till, up till then I, I, I had, I had done some, some scores with, with, uh, with orchestra recording and, and stuff, but that that was uh, Tad the Lost Explorer for me was um, just yeah. I had a, a big production company on top of it, and they were yeah they were anxious to 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 you know to 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 make everything work fine, and uh, I was I was very much stressed. <laughs> I remember those days. They were oh, I had a really tough time to get through that that project, and it was also my my first. Uh, Big uh, feature, uh, how do you say this? Animation uh, film. I had done short films in animation, and that was my first uh, one. And I've done many from uh, since then because of that first one. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, that first uh, Tad Jones. Um, we've done a second one, and I'm, I'm in, in about two months. I'm going to to be starting the third one. But also, people from uh, there's a production company in Mexico that heard that music from. From that Tad Lost Explorer, and they called me uh, a few years ago, and I've I've done three animation movies with them. So, wow. yeah, that 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 was uh, yeah I, yeah it was a very nice thing that happened with with that 
project. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a great calling card of a score. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. And, and it, and it, it went through, yeah, it went to, through Mexico. Also, I remember people from, from Venezuela calling me about, about the score, people from the States also. So it, 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 it worked great. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, I guess we can just uh, pivot over maybe to uh, below zero and okay. just talk sure. about, uh, I saw the video on your YouTube channel talking a bit about the score and the yes. making of, and was curious if, um, yeah, if there's any parts about it that you might want to share with our listeners over here today. Sure. Yeah. Um, below zero was, um, something I, I first saw, uh, as a complete, they, they, the first rough cut, no, it was not a rough cut. It was a finished cut that I mm -hmm. first saw. And it was about a, a year ago, exactly a year ago. And, um, I, I had a, well, um, they were looking for a composer. Um, I had a talk with, with a director and, um, he told me some, some, some things, but, um, they weren't sure uh, because they, they didn't this this production company I I hadn't worked with them so uh, they weren't sure about about uh, about about me so I, I had to do like three cues you know uh, just to to sh to show them that I could I could do the job because they were they were looking for something that this has not nothing to do with 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 Tat the Lost Explorer or with Automata, which, uh, which is also some of uh, another score of mine that many people know, but uh, they, they were looking for for a special sound. So I had to do like three cues, and well, I guess they they they, they liked them, so I I I finally got got the job. So yeah, and I started uh, well about a year ago, and I had the, the problem is that uh, the the confinement um, you know um, started in March. When I was just starting to compose, and uh, I had some some ideas at the beginning, because we, we we decided with the with the director that, for example, percussion was going to be a big part of of, of the score. No uh, percussion, any you know, like uh, uh, many different types of percussion, like uh, taikos, uh, bass drums, tom toms, or even clocks. You know, uh, timpani. Um, also, this big drum that's called sordo. Uh, that, uh, well, we're gonna we're, we're going to use all this all these percussion things, and I and I I know a, um, a, a, a percussion um, tri trio here in, in based in Madrid that's called Neo Percussion, and I, I've talked to them so to see if, if we could record with them, and I went there and I and I rehearsed with them, and also we were trying we were trying to to find uh, some some ways to to get uh, special sounds from the, the from the percussion and and they told me that they, they were recording with this what is called uh, a contact microphones i don't know if you, if you know about them yeah mm -hmm. so so this these microphones really what they record is is um, um it's it's the 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 auto vibrations from from contact no with with solid subject objects so um it, you, you don't get that much from from air vibrations, but it's the contact from 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 the from the sense vibrations. So so we we were wanting to to try that out, but uh, due to the the pandemic and and the confinement, which I just couldn't work with them, it, it didn't work out. So I had to I had to do all that percussion uh, almost here in uh, my studio by myself. Wow. So um, that was a, a really a, a real pity. But um, when I'm, I'm going, I'm going 
over and over things to add, uh, maybe I'm well maybe a quick thing actually so because we run into this a lot as composers if like in the pitching process and you got a call back and then you said that they wanted three tracks from you yes. so do you know like, were they asking for three separate like emotional things or yes characters exactly in exactly mind? that yeah yeah they, t- they took three different scenes um, I remember, I remember two of them. I don't remember the third one. But one, one of uh, one of the uh, of the scenes were, um, well, with this this um, this big van, uh, police van that um, carries these uh, prisoners. The, it, it, it um, well, the, the movie is about this moving. Um, there's a policeman that ha- then that takes care of moving these uh, prisoners from one prison to another. And during that that travel, during that uh, um, yeah, going through the, the mid of Spain, they get um, assaulted by someone they don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. And well, this first scene I had to do was when this big uh, police van uh, comes out of, of of the prison, and it was a tough one to do because it it was a really special scene in, in the, it, it is a special scene in in the movie. And 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 the other the other scene I remember is when when uh, the bad guy is presented in the in, in the movie, which is um, more or less at, at the mid. We don't see the bad guy till till mid midway in, into the movie. And yeah, I remember doing those those two scenes and another one which I don't remember. Gotcha. Did you do you ever feel when you're in that part of the process any? Like I don't, I don't know if what you wrote for that pitch made it into the final movie, but like, do you have any thought process about trying to? Like, I, I feel like when we're at that part, like we might think that there's other composers probably pitching for the same scene too. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like I just want to go bold, just to kind of show, like, here's a version with too much, but imagine, like, and then they can say, "Whoa, this is a lot," but it's it's all there. Let's just scale it down later. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that could also hurt you too if it's just like complete insanity in their head they just can't kind of comprehend what you're doing so uh do you have any like tips or, or things you've learned over the years that have helped with that part well in in below zero the director really told me that they didn't want a big score mm. they didn't want it to to sound uh hollywood right you know because th- this movie if, if you see it there are some action Scenes. They are not big action scenes, but you can score them as a big action scene, and they didn't want at all that. Yeah. They 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 they, they wanted to reinforce the, the the physicality of those action scenes, but uh, not in a big way. And they also wanted to have a special sound, um, a special. Uh, you know, you know when when they told me that um, I had to do a soundtrack that when you hear just couple of seconds of that soundtrack you know that it's from that movie and that's a really tough thing to 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 do and that's what i what i tried to do with 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 that scene and, and you were at, you were telling me you were asking me if, if some of those pictures made it into the movie yeah all of them made it into wow. the movie yeah that that, that big uh, action it was it was not big but but, but when the when the van comes out of, of the prison uh, most of that music is in the movie I, I had um, I, I put some some more layers on top of it, right? And but it it's the base it's the same that I, I pitched yeah, and uh, I, I don't I don't know if I w- what I've learned is that um, um, 
through the years, you, you were asking me if, if I could if I could tell the the, the audience if I, if I've learned how to deal with with this pitching. I I, I haven't done much pitching if yeah. I if I if I'm be, if I'm gonna be honest, but um, but the the times I've I've, I've done it, um, I was so enthusiastic about the project, and I showed that to the producers and the director that. Um, I guess that that I don't know. They just like that, you know, this energy, this enthusiasm that um, that I put into um, well, whatever I, I I showed them about um, that I or, or or that I just told them that I wanted to do their their right. movie, and that yeah, and I and I got in, in those three times I got the job so. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Your uh, your enthusiasm is infectious, and I, I appreciate yeah the the energy you put out there. Even just talking with you right now about these scores, you know. Well, I, I love I love talking about film music. Really, I, I don't do that often, so so it's it's really nice to to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, and I love what you said about just like the couple seconds because I feel or, or just having something that's recognizable for that project because a lot of composers. I mean, we talk about John Williams being the the person who inspired us to get into this, but. Um, yeah, like nowadays it could be like I wouldn't be surprised if in 10, 15 years a lot of people say that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross got them into scoring it because they have <laughs> quite a unique sound or Yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you, yeah. It's it's yeah. I, I, yeah. I also I also remember uh, listening to Ennio Morricone, for example. That oh, that's course, another yeah. <laughs> one of those guys that I really loved. And also uh, Vangelis, uh, Vangelis. Oh, yeah. Really loved his his stuff, and, and I know they are very different. Each each one of them, John Williams, Annie Morigone, or Vangelis, they are very different. But I just, yeah, I I, I love their stuff, and <laughs> I can't think of someone else who has been so involved with one synthesizer that that like, like every time someone plays that sit, it's like going to like an Eddie Van Halen guitar. You have to, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> You're talking about the CS80, no? But I guess the CS80, yeah. Just yeah. like if you're on one, it's just gonna somehow sound like Van Vangelis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I did. I, I'm. I had um, in, in Automata. I, uh, I, I there were some some scenes that I just couldn't get uh, this this music from Vangelis out of my head, and I I turned I turned into in some some plugins I have here that sound similar to CS80, and if you hear that that soundtrack, there there is. Just some tiny bits of, of banjos in there for sure, but I, it, it's just that, that it's so rare you, you get to to get away with that type of music nowadays. No, in movies you, you don't see that often. Right. That when you see a chance to do it, uh, I just had I had to do it. For sure. Mm. Well, if it's cool with you, I think I'll just go into the last segment for this podcast, a segment mm. called Tech Talk, where I list off a tech topic and you can say as much or as little as you want about it. Okay. So the first one I have here is uh, DAW. DAW. Yeah. What DAW do you use? That kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. I well, I've been using Logic Pro for whew, many many years now, um, and that's my my main thing. Um, and I uh, I really like working with with Logic because it's just um, it's very natural for me. You know, I I, I do things really fast and yeah. I'm just very comfortable using it, and also I don't know if Sibelius counts as a door. That's yeah, no, sure. Yeah, it does. Okay, because d d what does door stand for? Uh, digital audio workstation. 
okay, so so yeah, so so Sibelius, it's it's yeah, it, yeah. it fits into that more or less, no? Or I think so well, yeah, sure. I'll put it in there. <laughs> let's, let's go. The next one is notation software. <laughs> well, then you got it. Yeah. So I was I was ahead of of of, of yeah. So I lose lo I use your logic for for composing and um, and I and I use Sibelius for for the notation. Yeah, and I, I, you know, the thing is that I started as an, an, an orchestrator, and we, we haven't talked about this. But when I when I moved to to Madrid, um, you know Roque Baños? Uh, no, I don't. No, he's he's a Spanish composer. He's he's done. Uh, he's, he's probably one of the, of, of our top uh, musicians, mm -hmm. and he's he moves between LA and Spain, and he's done some pretty big uh, films that uh, in in the states. Um, let me see if I can. Uh, do you do you know a film called Don't Breathe? Uh, I it, don't think so. It's no. a thriller. It's a really nice thriller. Um, okay. He also did um, uh, what was it called what was it called in the in the heart of the ah, in the heart of the sea about mm -hmm. a um, about a whale. Well, and anyway, with with Ron Howard as as director. No, he's wow. he's he's doing he's doing really well. Well, anyway, uh, I met the Roque when I was in in Berkeley, mm -hmm. and. Um, when I when I went to to Madrid, I I met with him, and he was just uh, writing a lot of scores, and I started orchestrating for him, and that's how I got into you know in the, this industry here in Spain by by orchestrating by being a, an orchestrator, and uh, at that time I I didn't use Sibelius, I used something called Overture. I don't know if you know about Overture, yeah. You don't. I don't. <laughs> no, uh, but um, I used that for a, uh, for a couple of years, and then I I just turned uh, to Sibelius, and that's what I use nowadays. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Do you feel a certain kind of? Because uh, I'm sure at this point you could hire other orchestrators on your projects, I, but yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still feel like there's anything that you gain on certain, like maybe specific cues where orchestration or or just notating the cue in Sibelius gives you that extra flexibility, or do you feel like it's not as important with sample libraries maybe getting better and mockups being able to sound closer to the final product. Yeah, what I what I feel is that um, well, I, the thing is that with especially with animation movies, which are the the biggest orchestral, they have the biggest orchestral. Yeah, um, I, I with those with those um, projects, I I just don't have really the time right. to go. To Sibelius to orchestrate the stuff myself, so I, I rely on, on on my orchestrator and mm -hmm. and so you know what I would do is I would I would I would just send him him the logic file and he would orchestrate from that and it, it's true that I that I do the my mockups are um, I, I I put a lot of effort and to to make the mockups sound as best as I can. And they are really um, very detailed in terms of orchestration. Of orchestration, no? But it's true that um, I, I just put the strings all together, so the orchestrator has to divide, you know, all these strings and um, the French horns as well. So, uh, so there's some orchestration stuff going on there. But um, um, I, I've, I just, yeah, I, I revise those orchestrations after afterwards in Sibelius and. But I, I don't, you know, I, I, I wish I had the time to just get my pen and, and write the, 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 the cues down, uh, you know, to just, yeah, do, do them with That's my pen. Yeah, to write them down. 
but it's just yeah there's no way because it it, it would take a lot of time first yeah if i have to write them down i have to orchestrate it on paper and then i i'll have to to put that in logic and then send them to the directory it would be a mess it would just take too much time so i just go directly to to logic hmm. cool uh and then yes a pretty general one for the last one but any favorite sample libraries or, or tools that help you in that you, you know i've, I've um yeah the many people ask ask uh, Ask, ask me at that, and I've I've used I'm I'm using many different libraries, and I mix them, um, and for me it makes it makes sense to do to do that. For example, I still use uh, for for strings for some certain uh, types of strings. I still use uh, some Symphobia patches mm. uh, from pff, I don't know maybe it's ten years old those patches, but it, they they still sound um, really nice to me. There's even a patch that blends. That mixes um, brass and strings together in Symphobia, and I, you know, for for some types of sound, I use those. And I'm also a, bit, a very big fan of, of Spitfire Audio. I think they 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 produce really nice uh, libraries. I use uh, I use a lot of stuff. Omnisphere. Um, yeah, I've I've just discovered this um, Aflatus. You know, Aflatus. Mm. Aflatus. I don't know how you how you call them. The the Strasov one. Yeah, he's. Um... Yeah. Actually, supposed to have them on the stress podcast. Of, no, it's point. called stress but, of something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really, really nice. It is. It is. It it just has, has a different um, tum timbre with strings, and it just blends differently. And sometimes it works for for well for different things you want to do for maybe from for, for melodies that you know that that sing and and that um, high uh, octave or uh, in that register you know and between C four and C five. Which sometimes it's really hard to get that melody sound nice, you know, with samplers. And Stressov can do a really nice job in those. And uh, I don't know, I have many different libraries. Yeah, I guess we all have too many. <laughs> it, it's probably it's a, it's a problem that that yeah that we have too many sounds to choose from, you know. And sometimes that's that's a, a job in itself, you know, to find the right sound yeah for sure well you killed it here with tech talk and do you want to tell uh, the people what uh, what else you might have coming up oh yeah sure um I, i'm just finishing mm, the mixing of uh of this the, this third animation movie i was talking about mm -hmm. this mexican uh third animation movie it was just really finishing up um it's just about a week to to finish the, the mixing and um um, I have um, I have a romantic one of those romantic comedies I was talking telling you about before. That um, we we had to um, to postpone the the premiere, which was due on December the twenty fifth. But since theaters here in in Spain are you know no very very few people are going to theaters, the production company, the distribution just thought well, just just reserve that and see. When we right. can come up with a good um, uh, premiere date, and I, I still don't know when when that's going to premiere. And I also, uh, the third third installment of Tad, the Lost right. Explorer, which I probably will begin in I don't know about a month or so from yes. from now, and that's that's going to take me like four or five months of, of work, and I'm really looking forward. Um, 
into into that because it's just you know it's it's just a, a whole um, world by its own, and I'm I'm really it, it, I really love uh, going into into that that um, how do you say um, yeah world adventure world you know. For sure. Well, I'm so excited for you, and um, yeah, it was just such a pleasure talking with you today. Yeah, for me as well. It was it was really nice talking to you, and being able I don't know to talk about what we do, what I what I do, and and and, and everything. So, thank you very much for for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Composer Talk. If you like what we're doing, feel free to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. The show is mixed and sounds great thanks to the incredible Eric Bard, who's also a talented composer, producer, and mixer. Until next time, this has been Matthew Wong.